0: You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network.
1: Hi, and welcome to Episode 3 of Three Geeky Ladies. I'm Elisa Paselli. I'm Susie Gilbert. I'm Vicky Stokes. And again, welcome to episode three. How is everyone doing today? Good. Uh, fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. You sound so excited. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm tired of unpacking.
1: Yeah, I can imagine. I haven't had to do it in a long time. Yeah. It's been Ten- a year. It's t- been a year for me.
0: <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. I'm embarrassed to even tell you how many tons of stuff that we, they, they weighed they said it was like, I think it was 11, 11 or 12 tons of belongings.
1: <gasps> really? Yes. I can't even imagine that. Meanwhile well, me. what yeah, do you right. do with the uh, boxes and stuff? That's going to be, humorous. well, they, part of the, you
0: know, um, because a relocation company moved us from mm-hmm. Tucson to Dallas, that they come and take the boxes and the paper away, which is really nice.
2: Oh, so but, they unpacked you?
0: No, no, no. I didn't want them. Unpa- I, I'm particular. I'd rather unpack myself, but we brought all our plants, which took up a lot of room and my printmaking press, my etching press was really, really heavy. And of course I had a hundred boxes of books. So, and my books are non-negotiable. I'm not getting rid of my books. So mm. I think that's what added up to the stuff. So my husband just raised an eyebrow. He didn't say too much. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so as you unpacking those boxes, what what are you doing with them?
0: You know, you've got to get rid of those boxes. Well, they right now they're going into the garage. We have a garage, and they're coming by Tuesday, and they pick up all the boxes for you. So, I, Oh, okay.
2: I had yeah. that happen for hopefully me before, can, but they, I didn't have tons of uh,
0: boxes, though.
2: So it took them no time to do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I, hopefully they recycle the boxes and they recycle the paper because, boy, they use a lot of paper. Really, yeah. it's kind of upsetting to see them use quite so much paper, but... Anyway, that's my story. So I'm a, I'm a little, I'm like you, Vicky. I'm a little tired. So
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm tired for a different reasons. I just didn't sleep. So I have work and school,
0: work and school.
1: And Elisa, yeah. yes, how are you? Well, I got back from Chicago last week, last Sunday at this time. So that was a nice little five-day adventure. Tried to meet up with Tim from MyMac.com, and unfortunately, uh, our schedules didn't mesh. So I just talked to him on the phone for a little bit. That's too bad. Yeah. He just had, you know, he runs the Mac Specialist, so he had things to do. And just the one-hour time period that he had free, we were going to be elsewhere. So, like I said, we just talked on the phone. And Did the Red Sox win? Oh,
0: Absolutely. Yes. I, I yes. haven't even checked in on the, on the Sox lately because we've been so busy.
1: Yep. So... That was the highlight of my, wasn't the was the highlight of my husband's vacation, but it was the highlight of mine going to um, Wrigley Field. lot, a lot, a lot of Red Sox fans there. And it was good, because one thing I, that was really nice is that all the fans were very nice and very pleasant. There was no anti-Red Sox or anti-Cubs um, attitude. Everybody was very nice, very friendly. And what about the
0: food? Did you have some really good Chicago-style pizza or food? Someone...
1: One of the, my Facebook friends that I went to high school with went to college out in uh, Chicago, and he told me to go to a restaurant out there that I really liked for the deep dish pizza. Then we saw advertised another restaurant, and this one is a stuffed crust pizza where you have the layer of crust. Then you have probably about an inch of cheese. Then you have another layer of crust, and then you have your sauce and cheese and other toppings. Oh, we're going to have to do another exercise. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do diet. It, oh was, my it was good. <laughs> it was good. My husband preferred that one. I preferred the first one. But what, they were both what, really good. What restaurants for those? The first one I went to was called Gino's East. Oh, I love Gino's. That was really good. And oh, then God. the other one was Giordano's. never heard Giordano's. of that one. And I think, I, I could be wrong here, but I think Gino's East had two or three locations and there were a good number in giordano's they were both good but i preferred the gino's east my husband preferred the giordano's uh, but it looked, wasn't it very difficult to get into gino's we got there probably 3 30 in the afternoon i said oh we'll have no problem it's 3 30 we didn't mm-hmm. have lunch we'll have like a late lunch early dinner kind of thing we had to wait yeah it, I, i've never
2: been able to get in there and...
1: 45 minutes for the pizza to cook so yeah.
2: those
0: are those both are Chicago chains, both of them. Yes. Geno's and Giordanos. Yes.
2: Yeah, but they're yeah. Gino, I don't know about the other one, but Gino's is like um uh, well known. You, you
0: gotta go to Geno's. Yeah, I've never was, been to Chicago. Uh, I've been yeah, Oh god, it's a wonderful place. it's, well, it's nice for O'Hare, you know, I've gone through O'Hare many, many times, but I've never been to Chicago.
1: It's There's very walkable. So much to do. Yeah. It's yeah. a very walkable place and you don't need it. We we did not use a car at all. We took the train from Midway to our hotel and the train station, well, actually the subway station was like across the street almost from our hotel. So it was really simple. Yeah, because
0: I'd like to see the Art Institute of Chicago. I've always wanted to see that. And we went also, there. And, and also the
1: Sears Tower. So Sears both, both. Yeah. Um, John Hancock. We preferred John Hancock. We did both. John both. Hancock and Sears preferred John Hancock. You mean the, the you mean the John Hancock uh, in Boston
0: or the no no
1: in in um in Chicago uh, Chicago Hancock yeah, yeah. Oh, okay yeah we preferred that we just thought the view was better mm-hmm. it is yeah but we did both and we did the Art Institute how do I like... love
2: Chicago I have so many family members there it's a, it's a shame that I haven't been there
1: yeah we like I mean we're not art connoisseurs by any by any stretch of the imagination but I said to my husband let's do something different so we we haven't been to an art museum since. I think in the '80s we went to the Metropolitan in New York City.
0: Elisa, <laughs> are you kidding me? Yes, it's a Since the I'm 80s? Not a big art person too, but I, I've been Dad, that I, go to, day. I go to a museum or a gallery at least once or twice a month. Oh my gosh! Well, no,
1: I don't well see, that. there really isn't anything like that around like around where I live. Well, that's that's true. You know, so you yeah. have to make special trips. Yeah. So he said, "Sure." And we, we live on the West Coast,
2: okay?
0: <laughs> we don't have culture. I live in <laughs> no. I do not live on the West Coast. I live in the Republic of Texas, honey. Now, now you
2: That's true. That's Stupid.
0: <laughs> but Dallas has a lot of great uh, uh, museums. But they had a hailstorm the day before we uh, did. You hear see about this on the news? They had a hailstorm in the little area that we're living in, Dallas, in Lakewood, wow. and they had three inch. Size hail, and it did a it did billion dollars worth of damage here. Uh, th- oh, thank goodness, goodness the house that, the ho- our house was fine, but if you go into Lakewood proper, it's just a little village, there are signs that are totally blown out. Car windshields are blown. It looks like a war zone here. It's absolutely. I've never seen anything like it. And wow. that happened the day before we moved into Dallas. I, sh- I hope that's I, I hope that's not a bad
1: omen. <laughs> that must have been when she we were on our way Nightmare. to Chicago. Uh, yeah,
0: a billion dollars or A billion dollars wow. was in the newspaper this morning in the Dallas News. Yeah, that. I'm uh, I haven't
1: heard it on the news
2: because that sounds tremendous.
0: Yeah, it was really uh, the neighbor um, was telling me that it just started off as hail. There was no rain. It just was hail from the. Be- it started off as very small pebbles, and then there were photographs of the hail actually fitting into someone's hand. It was the size of a hockey puck. And so you should see the cars. They're all dented. The signs are all battered. It's, I mean, it took out skylights. It's really amazing. Wow. I've, yeah. So that's, that's June in Dallas. So I, my husband's hoping that it's like lightning, you know, doesn't strike twice, that hopefully we won't have another hailstorm here. Wow. So, Yeah.
1: Well, today's conversation... We're going to be talking about the travel apps that we use since it's, as you can tell by the previous conversation, we've all been traveling and out and about. So the first one that I want to talk about that I use all the time is the Southwest Airlines app, which you can use on your iPad and your iPhone. And what I like about this is you can... You can check air reservations, like I'm looking at it right now. You can book your air right on the phone. You can do an early bird check-in. You can change or cancel your flight. You can check um, a flight status. You can check and see what the schedule is. And what I use it for is the flight check-in. So I'm just clicking on the button now. You just type in your name and your confirmation number and It retrieves the reservation and then it gives you what your reservation is, and then it says, "Do you want to book?" You say, "You know, do you want to check in?" You say yes, and it gives you the your boarding number, like B seven or whatever it happens to be. Now, if you read the iTunes reviews, a lot of people complained because there's no digital boarding pass. That once you check in, you still have to print it out either on your computer or you still have to go to the gate, or you know, not to the gate, but to um, you know, the check in to get an actual physical boarding pass, and. It would be nice to bypass that, but as far as I know, none of the airlines take digital boarding passes yet. You actually have to hand them a physical piece of paper. Um, do, have, you, have you flown any other, anything other than Southwest that lets you do a digital?
0: Yes, United does, and so does American. United's,
1: okay. Because mm-hmm. I haven't flown anything other than Southwest because we've had problems with other airlines, and I, I, we I, just fly Southwest.
0: Well, I know about the problems with other airlines, that's for sure. But uh, no, we pretty much do everything. I do everything on the iPhone, so you know they. You just have a little barcode and they scan it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's really nice. No more, no more yeah. trying to print out your boarding pass.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it sounds nice to be able to do it digitally, but for me, it's it's not a big deal because you have to check your luggage anyway.
0: You so. do.
1: No, not. Not I don't check luggage. <laughs> oh, we do. I should I, say we check our luggage. Check. So, yeah. yeah, we usually have more than, mm. more than just a carry-on. So we have to check our luggage anyway. And it mm. it's usually goes really fast. So, I mean, for me personally, not having a digital barcode is not a big deal. Would I use it? Absolutely. But it's not a big deal. Mm. But I like, I like the Southwest Airlines app, and I use that every time we travel. Vicki, what do you, you like to use?
2: Um I generally don't use um airline apps and i am not a big southwest fan i'm sorry mm-hmm. um uh i my favorite app for air, airports is the gate guru um and uh I haven't used it in a while because i haven't traveled um but what I really like about it is that it can tell you the on time arrival uh of your flight and generally it's before their airlines even let you know on the kiosk. It's it's pretty fast, um, and um, I know there's some airlines that actually are supposed to send you notices. I always get those notices when I'm sitting there waiting for the plane. I already know about it, and that's really irritating. And what I like to know is on the way to the airport, if I'm I'm late or if I'm going to be on time, because there's nothing more frustrating than to rush to get to the airport only to find that your flight's delayed. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Generally, I'm I, I'm um, I'm running. Uh, someone's dropping me off at the airport, uh, so or I'm taking Bart or something to the airport. So I'm sitting there looking, and I can see what's going on. I'm not driving, guys, and looking <laughs> at my my phone, but I can just gauge how long it's going to take me to get to the airport, and I can know uh, uh, if there's a backup on uh, in the terminals and all kinds of stuff that I need to know in advance. Not only that, once you get there. You can um, find the closest restaurants. They even have reviews of restaurants in, in the terminals. So you can get an idea of what to order. And, uh, but generally, um, at most of the airports I go to, they have the chain. They don't have any specialty restaurants. But it's nice to go to uh, a city you haven't been before and find out, oh, wow, this is a good thing. This is a local uh, a dish that you need to try and things like that. Um the last time I used this, they had, uh, they didn't, the reviews were, they didn't have that many reviews. I don't know, have you guys used it before? But I don't recall as many reviews as I see now uh, on here. It's just like, uh, it, it's really caught on. Um, but just about every restaurant is listed and has some kind of review on it. So I, I uh, love Gate Guru. Yeah, I, I think it's just perfect. Because yeah, um, yeah, like
1: you, I'm like you, Vicky. I've, I've. Got the app and I forget I have it.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until I'm, I'm getting ready to go and go, oh, let me open this up. I don't have to, you know, go online. I'm trying to pull up a browser on my iPhone, which I hate. And um, I go, oh, I got this app. And I remember my sister, who is an extreme non-geek, always remembers to use the apps. So <laughs> that's sort of weird. But, What's um, great
1: about
0: Gate Guru, though, is you can track your, track a flight you mm-hmm. can find out before, you know, once you can turn on your phone, um, you know, when you land, you can quickly look at the map of the airport, especially if if you have a tight connection, you have to get to Concourse B from Concourse C, you know, especially, yes, exactly. you know, like Dallas, where you have to yeah. take the people movers, you know, or mm-hmm. so, so yeah. I really like Gate Guru. And, you know, if yeah. you want to find something quick and easy and you feel like pizza or, you, you know, you've... You want something you know a subway it's right there it tells you exactly where it is i I, I like that I use that I call app.
2: it I call it my stress reliever because I when I travel I get really stressed <laughs> about being late I get stressed about missing my flight and I'm a very impatient traveler so it makes I, me calm down and enjoy my trip. thing
0: for turbulence because I need a stress reliever when there's turbulence on a plane because the first thing is that when that when we hit a lot of turbulence. I'm not even going to tell you what my mind, the first thing that goes through my mind. And I'm, I I'm—I just white knuckle it. I hate turbulence. It scares the heck out of me. So
2: but they don't have an app for that.
0: No, <laughs> no. You know, I always I always try to gauge the flight attendants if they get nervous, because if they get nervous, I get nervous. So.
2: <laughs> wow. I don't even think about that. I, yeah. I'm just grabbing hold to my chair. I'm not looking at people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This is a, what uh, What app do you tune to? Well, I have to tell you, I talked to,
0: um, I think I mentioned this with Scott Wilsley on the Pocket Size podcast before, but I have to tell you that this app is absolutely fabulous. It's worth two ninety nine. You can use it on your iPad. You can use it on your iPhone. It's called Maplets. And what I love about Maplets, Maplets, M-A-P-L-E-T-S, and it's really worth it because you, you know, Nobody wants to carry around an atlas anymore. But when I was in France, in Avignon and in Paris, you know, if you have uh, an iPhone and you try to look up on Google Maps, well, you're using data. But what Maplets allows you to do is to select the map of your choice, whether it's U.S. or foreign. You know, they're adding more maps all the time. And you download that map so you can use it offline. They have them to all the U.S. national parks uh, and the seashores. They have, uh, like Yosemite, um, Grand Canyon. In Dallas, for instance, they have a map of the Arboretum, they have a map of the uh, American Airlines Center, White Rock Lake, University of Texas. It's just great because you can go anywhere and have an offline map. So I, and you you can create folders and store your maps if you want. So you can have, you know, say, for instance, a map of Dallas and maps of Tucson. Um, I just find it, I use it a lot because I like. You know, I like maps. And, you know, the thing is, is that especially, like I said, if you were in Europe, you don't want to have to always have to eat up your data plan if you don't have unlimited data. So, and they also have Metro, the subway maps on a lot of places. So, Elisa, when you were in Chicago, you wanted, you know, the transit map. You can just download it and it's right there.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. So everything
0: is separate? No, if you buy maplets itself, they have have separate ones like bike maps and you know, I think transit maps, but maplets itself, um, it has maps of, of everything. So it's two ninety nine. I think that's, that's what it is in the app store. But, mm-hmm. you know, I have, for instance, I have the bike map downloaded here. So that way, you know, if I want to go on the bike trail and I just want to look up the map, I can just open up the app and it's, I've already downloaded the map and you can delete the maps too. If you don't need them anymore, you know, you can delete them. So, they have a lot of the colleges. You know, if you go, for instance, if there's parents out there that are visiting colleges with their, you know, juniors or senior kids, um, you can download the college maps, which is helpful too when you're trying to find your way around universities. So it's these are look. like, these
2: are just like for, um, you know, bike trails and state not, parks and bus systems, just big general things. Not, maps. not street level or anything like that.
0: Well, it 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 depend. Well, yeah, with parks, I'm trying to look in for the but yeah, like for the Dallas Zoo, I'm looking at that one right now. Yeah, I so, see
2: Oh man, I didn't even know they had a zoo in San Jose. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: But if you you know what I haven't ever looked up the state map. I just have always done cities. Let me look up Texas, for instance, and see what comes up. Um,
2: I'm downloading the San Jose Airport. Uh, map because I'm going to fly to San Jose in a couple of weeks. So.
0: I have six flags. Um, I don't, I, yeah, I don't necessarily see the state map. Let me look up Arizona.
1: It's got a lot of five star ratings.
0: Yeah, it's, this it's, is, it's, it's a great app. I really. This is
2: cool. Like this is really, really cool.
0: Especially for trails, if you know, if you like going, and, and for instance, if you like going to, um, you know, like in Arizona and Tucson, we have the Arizona Sonoran Desert Museum, which is this fabulous outdoor museum. I highly recommend it. you visit it if you ever get to Tucson. But they also have, I'm noticing, the Arizona highway map and the highway system. So basically, I think if you look up maybe te- Texas or, you know, New York highway map, then it would come up as the highways. But I, I i found I used it a lot in France. I really like this app a lot. Hmm. They, they still need to do more... Um, with European maps, but the United States, I think they've done a nice job so far. And they keep adding maps all the time. So maplets, that's my contribution.
1: Mm,
0: huh. Cool. I think we're all engrossed in looking
2: at that right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize there were so many bike trails around uh, where we live. We were talking about, because my sister and I are talking about getting new bikes, and our next trip is going to be, we're going to go to a National Forest and, and, or and you know, and take our bikes and go riding and not realizing it's like five map, uh, five, uh, uh trails near where I live. So we just go to one of those. Pretty cool. I like this.
0: Yeah, actually, I'm looking at, I, I just put up Texas Highway, for instance, and it comes up Texas State Highway Map. And then it says, um, you know, the map is quite large. It's 17 megabytes, so it may take a few minutes. So you can download that and have it offline um, and then delete it when you don't need it. So, I mean, That is it. And you can also request a place. So if you say, for instance, Elisa, you went to the Art Institute of Chicago and they didn't have a map. You could say, could you, you know, you can actually request from the developer, could you add the Art Institute of Chicago? So I I really like that. So
1: Mm.
0: there you have it. Cool. Cool.
1: Well, the next one that I was going to pick is my husband husband and I like to go on cruises, mostly Carnival. And they have an app called Shipmate. It's $1.99. Uh, I think when I got it, it was free. But looking at it now, they've really updated, so it's worth $1.99. And they also have – the same company also has it, I think, for Royal Caribbean and Princess and the other lines. What's nice about this is it's got the entire list of ships that Carnival has in its fleet. And then what you can do is you just click on like. All right now I'm clicking on the Carnival Freedom.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then it has – 84 ratings, 4 out of 5 ships, and then you can tap and then you can read what people think about the particular ship. Little mini-reviews. Then you, have, you can explore the deck so you can see what's on each deck. You can see where your potential room might be. You can chat with other people who've taken the cruise or who are about to take the cruise. You can send a postcard uh, that has a picture of the ship. You can see where the Carnival Freedom is right now in real time, and then it gives you some information, the year it was built, how many passengers it holds, how much it weighs, the length, etc. Then you can have uh, deck cams so you can see some bird's eye views of uh, what you can see right on the deck. There's a little place here for my cruises so you can input your information about the cruise that you're about to take, and you can track it as to where it is right now. It's um uh, it's cool. It's very. It's it's a useful. Oops, and it's it's called ship ship what ship shipmate s h i p m a t e. Oh, because when I
0: looked up, I thought you said shipwise, and it came up shipwreck. <laughs> no, 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 no. Shipmate. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've shipmate. used I've used that app too. Uh, I haven't used it
2: in a while. Wow, I, it's amazing how many apps I have that I haven't looked at in a while. It's pretty cool.
1: Hmm. Yeah, so it's it's helpful for, you know, just giving you a rough idea of what your particular ship would look like. Can, you, it bo- you... Can you
0: book it on there, too? Can you book it through the your cruise, um, uh,
1: through the app? I would, no, it doesn't give you prices. But
0: it, it gives, gives you deals, you... I noticed. That's nice. You get deals from different I... advertisements, advertisers. At the very see... end when it says, my cruises. mm
1: mm-hmm.
0: You can look under cruise deals. They have cruise deals. That's kind of nice. I, I, that's what the, the review says anyway. Maybe.
1: It could be. I, I haven't signed in, so I don't have an account. Ah, so it probably. could be. That's why mine comes up empty. But there's also a little info. Here, yeah. You know, a little take, you know. Oh, here it is. Well, what it basically says is under get info, call to make a reservation. It gives you the phone numbers to call. And to be honest, I wouldn't do it through the app. I, I call. Yeah. And I have someone that I talk to every time I take a cruise. But it's, an, it's a nice way just to get a feel for what the ship will look like, where, uh, where the pool is in relation to the dining room, in relation to your room. So it's, And it's, it's ninety nine. I think it's well worth it, especially if you've never taken a cruise and you just want to know where things are. It has nice little maps and pictures. Yeah,
2: I'm going on a cruise after I graduate at the end of the year, so I'm I'm going to have to pull that back up. I don't have it on my... uh, I deleted it off my phone. I'll put it back on there. Hmm.
1: And they have them, if not just that, but they also have them, like I have one for Royal Caribbean. So they have them for different cruise lines. So if you're not a Carnival user, you know, you don't take cruises on Carnival, that's fine. They have them for Royal Caribbean, they have them for Mm -hmm. Princess, they have them for Norwegian Caribbean, so... If you like to cruise or you're thinking about taking a cruise, the cruise apps are nice. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Cool. So, Vicki, what else do you like to use? Um, the next
2: one, and um, not necessarily in order,
1: is okay. flight board.
2: Uh, again, I like to know what's going on with my flight. And I don't like to go to the airport and try to find the uh, screen that has my airline to find out if my flight's late. I like the fact that my iPhone becomes one of uh, the flight board. You can actually pull up your flight, see what time it's going to arrive. You can see that if your flight is delayed, you have time to determine if you want to switch to the next flight, the early one or the late one, uh, because all that information is right in your hands. When I first started using this, I almost, I was so excited, my heart started pounding. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, I get so stressed when I when I go on trips because I hate being late. I don't wanna sit in the airport. So when I got this, I felt like I had all the power in the world. I, could, I knew exactly when my flights were gonna arrive. You can see, even when you pick up people, you can find out when their arrival information, not just for when you travel, it's just really, really extremely convenient so that you don't have to waste your time rushing around and figuring out what's going on. You don't have to wait to get to the airport to determine if the flight is late. And it, it's just so cool. What happened one time, I, I was picking up a friend, um, my, my friend that comes in from Arizona. And I did. I wasn't sure what her flight a number was. Because normally I'll go and I just drive around and she'll come out and I pick her up. And I, just, I came early. So I was in my car and looked and said, oh, her flight's delayed. Hmm. I won't go. I won't park. I will just go somewhere else and get some coffee and hang out and maybe do some shopping. And then, then I came and I could drive around and pick her up. It was just, it's better than me paying the park, sitting around in the airport, watching my stress level increase <clears throat> again, because I, <clears throat> sorry, you guys, uh, again, because I just don't like waiting. I'm a very impatient person. So I like to, if I got some free time, I like to spend my free time doing what I want to do, not letting the airport and my flights dictate, you know, what I'm going to do, Um I, I've i been trying to get family and friends to use this thing so that they can at least call me and let me know in advance. They're not willing to do it, so eh, <laughs> this is fine. Um, this is perfect. Uh, I will never delete this one off unless somebody else comes up with a better <laughs> one. <laughs> this is like my favorite uh, app.
1: Yeah, and again, it's got a lot of five-star mm-hmm. reviews. Mm-hmm.
2: I think There's the deep- company also uh, does Flight Track. I think you mentioned that. Uh, yeah. What did you say?
1: They, yeah, do the flight, yeah, right.
0: they do the same. flight. but this one is—is is this this is the flight N T, right? No, this is that's flight. the one I use. Just flight. Um, I, this one is called Flight Board. Okay, Flight Board. Yeah. Because flight yeah. Flight N T is very similar to that. You know, you can track You can track numerous mm-hmm. flights, and I like the fact they'll tell you the weather and if it's delayed or not, and you know that's. That one's yeah, a good one.
2: I don't yeah. think this one tells you the the weather, but then again, you know, I don't care about the weather. I just want to know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all, oh, I forgot. It's three ninety nine. Mm-hmm. It's not free, and I'm a free girl. But this one is worth it. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, you don't mind paying when it's worth it. Yes, yes. Well, for me, you know, I'm I like I'm
0: I like organization, and especially if I'm packing, you know, and, and especially if you have a weight limit now, and because you're being charged for your your my bags. weight. Oh my god. No, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I need a bag. <laughs> You know, it's really nice because they, you know, my husband travels so much, he he gets perks. And uh, he, when we went to France, I think we were allowed 75 pounds. And boy, that is, that makes all the difference in the world when you can have, you know, rather than the 50-pound weight limit. But I like this app called Packing. The developer is Quinn Ginzel. They have a 99-cent version. And if you want to do the pro, I can't remember, I think the pro is like $2 and that gives you iCloud support. But what I like about this is that you can basically, if you have a lot of trips, you know, especially packing, you know, I I wanted, I had to pack a suitcase to come to Dallas because we were driving to Dallas and following our movers. And you're, you know, I'm always afraid I'm going to forget something because I, at that age where I do forget things a lot. So this one allows you to basically um, select a trip. So say, for instance, Elisa or Vicky, you're going on a cruise. You can actually say cruise, you know, fall 2012, whatever you want to name it. And then you have categories. So you basically can select the categories, the clothing that you want to take, how much clothing you want to take, um, the things that you want to do. You have a to-do list for the pre-trip or the pre-flight, the accessories that you want to bring, um, you know, like your passport you know if you're like my husband he likes to keep the passport in the safe well you know I'm always afraid that someday we're just going to walk and get to the airport you know and forget the passport so I like the fact that I have reminders set up and you can also select a master catalog so if you have things that you you know select items that you want to bring you know to different trips you can actually create that catalog so it's kind of like almost like a grocery list for packing and I really like that app. It's very, it's very helpful, especially if you're, it gives you time to think about what you want to pack. And then also, um, it uh, allows you to make notes, so you can when you create your list, you can have details about that list, and you can weigh it so you can keep track of the weight of your of your suitcase. So I think it's a nice little app. So it's gotten wow. some good use. It's called I, I don't have the pro version. I just have the packing um, the 99 cent version.
2: And it's templates for your list too, because I was thinking, how yeah. do you
0: start your list? This is pretty yeah. cool. it is. Yeah. It's a little app, so yeah. You know, because if you if you know, we all have crazy lives, and I, you know, I'm thinking about, especially with families. You know, when you have to not only pack yourself, but you have to pack kids up as well. You know, you're always thinking. You know, in the back of your mind, women. You know, we're always multitasking in our head, you know, don't forget this, don't forget that. So this this app is a really nice app because you can do it on the fly. You know, if you have a if you have a break or a minute, you can just say, you know, you can remind yourself not to forget this. So packing. Yeah, nice little app.
2: Hmm. Useful. Hmm. I I I'm gonna use this on my trip. <laughs> Especially when you said the passport. That made me a little nervous. I forgot about passport.
0: All I can think it was a Home Alone type thing, you know. Uh-huh. Just, <laughs> so that's like everyone. Where's your kid? With.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Or the dogs. For us, it's the dogs. You know, when we were ready to get into the car to move to Dallas, we kept saying, "Now, don't forget the dogs," because the <laughs> empty house and there were poor old lady poodles sitting there, thinking, "Go, oh, please, don't forget the no, dogs." So, my
2: dog. I can't walk from one room to the next without my dog being near me. I don't have to worry about him. <laughs>
1: Well, the last one that I have, actually, I've got a bunch more, but I think for time, I'll make this the last one, is as we've already discussed earlier, I went to Chicago and had had never been there before. So I had no idea uh, anything about hotels or things to do. So on my Kindle Fire, I downloaded a free app called TripAdvisor Chicago. They do have an iPad and iPhone version. Let me type that in. It's a TripAdvisor, and what this did is, like I said, it was free on my Kindle Fire, and you could click on hotels, and it would give you just a list of different hotels that were in the area, along with user reviews, the phone number, a way that you could, you know, which if you clicked on it, it showed you a map where it was exactly where it was in Chicago. It had restaurants, attractions the prices of how much it was to get in, the prices of the hotels. It was just a really helpful uh, app that I used to just get a feel for what was going on in Chicago before I got there. And it's free. Yeah, and that's nice. Yeah, and like I said, they have a whole bunch on for the iPhone and the iPad of different cities. Oh, so you, I see. Yeah, uh, so they have a lot it, of the amazing ones. Is it ones.
2: online or offline? Because I'm trying to figure out which one it is. Um. Well,
1: what I did was on the Kindle Fire
2: Oh,
0: okay. All right.
1: But they do have it also That's almost for the sacrilegious. iOS.
0: That's almost sacrilegious <laughs> here. I just, just saying. <laughs> just well,
1: we are, saying. We're teching, <laughs> so <laughs> we spread our tech around. <laughs> yeah, I no, was, actually, nice. I actually
2: like it. We're multi-techers. I'm going to be even more sacrilegious. I'm going to say, I actually <laughs> like the Kindle Fire. I don't like it over the iPad, but I, I sort of like it. I think it's cute and it does the job, you know, and, and, I want competition. So I wanted to get better and better so that maybe the iPad would get better and better too. So, But no, I see a TripAdvisor hotels and a TripAdvisor offline for the iPhone. I don't know. The offline is also for cities. So I think this is what it is.
1: Let me see. I'm just clicking yeah. that now. Yeah, I think. Yeah, this was it. Yeah. The yeah. City guides. Yep. Yeah. That's it because you can see it's got, they just added Bangkok, Shanghai, and Venice. But they also had, um, when I downloaded it, they had, I think, New York, San Diego, Chicago, Boston, Orlando, the major, oh, here we are, available yeah. cities, Austin, it, it, Boston, Chicago, Hawaii, Las Vegas. This is pretty cool. Okay, Toronto, yeah. Vancouver. They had some for South America, some for Europe, Asia and Pacific, Middle East, and Africa.
2: You know, it's funny. Wow. When it first pops up, it says Amsterdam, Athens, Amsterdam,
1: Athens Austin. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> uh, Buenos Aires, Rio major de Janeiro. and they're free and it's nice cuz um they've got the self-guided tour so if you said well I only have 2 days in town mm-hmm. they give you a, a little a little tour of well don't forget you should go this place and this place on day 1 and then these three places on day 2. Oh wow. Yeah, it it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, every city, every major city. Mm-hmm. And then it tells you This was number 10 out of 100 of the top list, you know, the top attractions in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. You know, don't miss this. And then if you click a little button, it shows you right on the map where that particular area was. So what I did when I came home from Chicago, I went back on my fire and I reread some of the things that they had said. And I was able to now relate to it because I had been there. Uh,
2: The offline version doesn't have all of them, I gather. So you have to get online access to get uh, uh, more cities. But it looks like they probably do most of the major cities around the world.
1: Well, it says, it says here for iTunes, once you download it, everything is on your phone. Oh,
2: yeah. But you have to actually select the city to download it. I'm going to say that uh, the app does not have automatically, the offline version does not automatically have all of the uh, cities. They have just had some uh, sampling of the major ones. You can download, and you mm-hmm. don't see the if you don't see the city here, you have to go get online access to get the city information. This mm-hmm. one, yeah. So I'm just concerned because then, and when I scroll down, it looked like it wasn't that many cities than these, uh, and, and it, you can access if I getting online access.
1: I wonder if we're on the same page. <laughs>
2: Because this
0: is showing a lot of cities.
1: Yeah, this is. Yeah, it's a
2: lot of cities. Like, it's not.
0: It's not the TripAdvisor Offline City Guides. That's what we're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I see. I like that because that's it's very similar to like Maplets almost, except you've got the city. I I like that a lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and it covers Europe, Asia. Obviously not everything, but the major ones, Tokyo and Hong Kong and Paris and Florence. Yeah, because you don't want to be, you know, even though you have a
0: uh, international calling plan, you know, every time, unless you're on Wi-Fi, you know, and you can find a free Wi-Fi place somewhere, you know, every time you pull out your phone and you have to use that service, that's, that gets really pricey. So having the offline, it's really nice. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, And then when you get home, you can delete it.
0: Yeah. I am a little insulted, though. They don't have Dallas. Okay? I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I
1: noticed that. Have they go, have, have Austin. Go, you probably have to go online to get it. They have Austin and...
0: Yeah, what's up have, with that? Uh, San Antonio. Bottom,
2: you look at the bottom, it says, don't see the your city you're looking for. Get the TripAdvisor mobile app. Today. Online access required. So it's a different version of it, I guess. Okay. I click on it, and it's going to a, a site where you probably... Oh, no, it's actually going to...
0: No. You it, know, I have yet to hear a negative thing about Austin, Texas. I guess. I, I have I, nothing negative
2: to say about Austin. It's a wonderful city.
0: Everyone and, says how great it is, how much I'd love it. And they also, I guess, they have a bumper sticker that says keep Austin weird. And <laughs> the other one I know is our friends included that have a house, they said they would never, ever, ever consider selling their house in Austin. Everyone loves it. So- Fun so place. I'm just to go see it because I've heard so many. I've, I've heard of Boston City Limits, you know, the music. Group. Oh,
1: I love yeah. that show.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm kind of excited about being so – we're only three hours away, I think. So that's definitely – Yeah, go spend a go weekend
2: there. It is a <laughs> wonderful place. Yeah. The people are just so cool. Nice to hang out, hang around. Typical Southerners.
0: Yeah. I know. I'm an Easterner. I, I guess I have to learn how to say y'all. It's very hard for me because – you know, back east, right, Elisa? What do we say? You guys. Hey, you yep. guys. Or use guys if you had to. Use, put guys. It. use guys, like Goonies, like the Goonies. Yes.
2: So. Well, I, I spend most of my life trying to get rid of my Southern accent. Really? And Why? Y'all is one of the first things that Because people. Oh. Uh, well, uh, a lot of people associate that with being not so intelligent.
0: <laughs> well, I think. I don't think that at all. I think it's kind of. I,
2: I it's because you didn't grow up in the South. <laughs> You have never had anybody make fun of your accent. Well, so, uh, yeah, that's it. Well, I mean, we... we, are, we you kidding me? are you kidding me? I think kidding that's me. the reason why some of the greatest writers are from the South. I spend least. a lot of time on English, and, and um, uh, I think I'm probably the most literate person that I've ever encountered <laughs> because our schools really push that, push it really big. At least when I was growing up, I don't know what it's like now. Vicki, yeah, have yeah. you
0: ever heard the yeah. Boston accent? You go park the car right over there, there. Have you oh, have yeah. a Maine accent? Yeah. I forgot
2: about
0: that. Good Lord, <laughs> you Are you what? kidding I, I, me?
2: Never, I had never uh, thought about it as being not intelligent because I think, because I know accents have nothing to do with you, your intellect. No, they you
0: don't. Know, but, and yeah. it, it, you know, it's really funny because in Maine they have a draw, you know, the down east accent. Hey, yeah. You can't get there from here. But, yeah, <laughs> Boston, no that's from the Stephen King movies. <laughs> Boston, and I, I hope my aunts aren't listening to this but and I because I adore them. But they... I mean, I was born in Massachusetts, not very far from Boston, and so I don't have a Boston accent. I can put one on if I need to, but my aunts say hoss for horse, and they say half and half for half and half. They never pronounce an R. They never, ever pronounce an R. I don't think I've ever heard them pronounce an R, except if the word starts with an R. So it's really interesting, because when I lived in Oregon, they really, you know, they hard pronounce their R's. It's very enunciated. So... Um, I just think it's funny every time I go back.
1: Now, I just, I just downloaded the TripAdvisor as we were chatting. And it has all the cities are right on your phone. And then it just has like a little download symbol next to each city. Yeah. So I downloaded Chicago, you know, just for the heck of it. So now everything that was on my Kindle Fire is now on my iPhone for Chicago. It's got the restaurants, the hotels, attractions, nightlife, shopping. Um, it's got the city map. So now it's got and it's got little pins to show the different attractions that are in the city map. It shows the twenty best twenty best places, and then it's got a filter at the top where I can say I want by neighborhood or I want the best of Chicago. Oh, that's Cancel nice. That. I'm downloading that right now. The neighborhood is very
2: important. Neighborhood is very important. Yeah, yeah. I'm downloading I can, it right now.
1: I can flip it to a list, and it has like you know number one Joe Seafood mm-hmm. is out of restaurants. Number one Art Institute of Chicago is the number one of things to do. Uh, Waldorf Astoria is the number one hotel, etc. And then it's got, I click on the restaurants, it's got Best in Chicago, I hit Go, and then it's got me a whole list of different Chicago restaurants. Uh, One of them I got a kick out of. We didn't go, but it was near our hotel. The Purple Pig, number eight (laughs) out of 3,866 restaurants in Chicago. It's got four and a half out of five stars with 431 reviews. So if I click on it, it shows me a map, it shows me a telephone number, the price range, and some current reviews. So this is, this is cool. I'm keeping this. Yeah, I like it.
2: My next one is, um I, I discovered this app when doing Macworld, actually. We needed to get to one of the mini parties we went to and... I don't know. I don't know uh, if you if the, this is like this in Arizona, but you have to give up your firstborn to afford a cab ride anywhere here. <laughs> Other than San Francisco, which is a you know a very you know cab friendly uh, city, um, anywhere outside of, of that area, cabs are very 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 expensive. So, and I didn't know how to catch a cab. You know, that's a, that's an art to it. So, we were we. <laughs> Yeah, it is. I mean, you gotta. I never knew you, you that. You can't just stand on the corner like you see on, on TV and go, cab! And they'll show up. No, they just <laughs> drive right past you. So wow. uh, you were, we finally got a, got a cab and we were able to get to a party and then we had to figure out how to get back because you were in this area of town where there weren't many cabs. So the person at the bartender at the at the party said, hey, you guys are a Macworld. You don't know anything about cabulous? And I'm like, oh no, I've never heard of it. And Man, was is that thing wonderful? Simple. All you do is enter your location and tell them um, uh, uh, any notes that you will need, uh, like when they want when you want to, to, to be picked up. Hit submit, bam, your cab is there. Cab came within five minutes. Wow. I was just so ecstatic because we were going to be stuck there, and not without any way of knowing how to get back. We weren't anywhere near Bart, and Um, it was just really sort of we we gave the cab driver who dropped us off our our cart, but we had no guarantee that he was going to be anywhere near where we were, and so that really saved our buns, and we was a little bit embarrassed because we are Mac gurus and some guy who worked at the bar who really wasn't it, I think he actually had an Android phone (laughs) he told us about you don't know anything about that app
1: (laughs) yeah but you're also talking about people who don't normally take cabs true, that's true i I never that's heard true. of it either because yeah. I don't take cabs. I don't take
2: cabs at all. I'm afraid of taking cabs because I can't afford to take a cab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're very expensive. I'm telling you, just to get from where I live to to say the Sears, I drop my car off and I want to get it right back, and that's less than two miles away. I'll pay fifteen dollars one way Fif- Wow,
1: yeah, yeah, yep. 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 That's why we took the train from Midway to our hotel. It was $2 and 25 cents for each of us one way. So $4 and 50 cents, though I did buy a seven day pass. Mm-hmm. It would have been $40 for a cab. Yeah. yeah. And we just, you know, and it wouldn't have been any faster. Mm-hmm. So we just said, we'll take the train. Jeez. Yeah. I like trains. I really we'll do. Take- and I like, I
0: take an Amtrak, you know, from Connecticut into Boston. I love Amtrak. That's, and it's it's cheap, it's comfortable, you mm-hmm. get there fast. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
2: I wonder if it works in other places, like, uh, I remember being in Greece, and we were trying to ca- find a cab to get back to our hotel, and uh, we just could not find one, and eventually we found one. After an hour of looking for a cab, we finally got one. And I would like for it also to have and the general idea of how much uh, they charge, because we got ripped off. I know we did. Um, uh they see tourists and they try to take advantage,
1: right? Yes. Well, I know we take cabs when we go on cruises. Yeah, exactly. That's when we—that's when we went to Greece. We was a cruise. Yeah, like yeah. When, when we were in Cozumel. Mm-hmm. When you get off the ship, I mean, you have a little shopping area. But then, when you walk through the shopping area, you get to where the the cab, um, the cab stop is, and they have a chart that says if you're going from here to this beach, it's $10. If you go from here to this place, it's $15. Hmm. So they're already predetermined how much it is. So you know, as soon as you get in the cab, there's four of us in the cab, it's going to be $15 plus a tip. You mean, so there's there's a, oh, you mean the crews provide that information? No, that's the cabs. Hmm. The cab companies. Then the the,
2: the app could actually incorporate
1: that. Yep, Yeah. Because so, you know, ahead of time, so yeah. that one person doesn't say, well, it's only $10. And someone else says, oh, no, it's $17. You yeah. know ahead of time, this is yeah. how much it's going to cost me to get from this place to this beach or this shopping area or whatever. So you know that when you're going back to the cruise, if it costs you $10 to get out to the beach, it's going to cost you $10 to get back from the beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. yeah. So that would be nice if they could put some sort of um, yeah. fair... Yeah, because
2: it's nothing more nerve wracking than you you can't find a cab and then they're going to rip you off or Mm -hmm. maybe you don't have that much money on you.
1: Right. And not all the cabs Mm -hmm. take credit cards. I know uh, we were in New York City with my sister-in-law and we got into a cab for some reason. I forget what happened, but there was a credit card machine in the back. So we just swiped our credit card to pay for the cab. Mm -hmm. I just wish I could get into the cash cab.
0: Gosh, I want to do the cash cab so bad. I know,
2: but you know when that? you when you get in. You there, don't know
0: a- the cash cab. It's this. It's his, his name show. is Ben. Oh, it's awesome. It's a show. It's yeah. like Jeopardy in a cab. So you get in. It's a New York City cab. It looks just like all the other New York City cabs, and you get in there, and you sit down, and they record it. And he's a he's a riot. The the host Ben, and. You, the minute you get in, you say where you're going, all of a sudden all, there's lights in the cab. It starts going off. He says, you're in the cash cab. And you you have to, like say your destination in New York is, I don't know, 11 miles. You answer questions. And so if you get three wrong answers, you're out. You know, you just get the the cab ride to wherever you lose and he, he pulls over to the curb and lets you out. But if you... If you keep answering questions, you can win a lot of money. Some yeah. some people have been like two grand. You can do a call
2: that, out to somebody on the street and yeah, answer. You can, do a so street you can call, call somebody out. on your
0: phone. Oh, yeah. It's
2: awesome. It's almost it's like, awesome. what's that? Uh, who wants to be a millionaire? Almost like that.
0: Yeah, except yeah. That it's
2: just, but you get smarter questions. It's a bit smarter question. Well, yeah. I don't know. It's general questions.
0: Yeah, no, it's trivia. Yes, you know. It's trivia. It's really cool. It's a
2: great you, show. You, you, should, yeah.
0: you should know the answers to most of that stuff. <laughs> oh, no,
1: never
0: heard of it. <laughs> yeah. It comes on late at night here. Yeah. Well, some of the questions yeah. are pretty hard. You know, it, it, it depends. Some of them are really easy. You get easy questions. Well, if you you're see-
2: around little kids in high school, you're brilliant because they they, <laughs> they cover that stuff. <laughs> if you are junior high school in high school, that's kind of questions. They are. And you learned that long time ago.
0: So. <laughs> yeah. Jay Leno sometimes asks people on the street, you know, who is Jay like walking. A- yeah. 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 When he asks, you know, who is the second president and they say Nixon, I'm thinking, are you Nixon? <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> that always kills me. Oh, my uh, God. So, Suzanne, did you have one more app
1: that I- you want to talk
0: or- about? are that I think might be helpful for people um, traveling or not traveling. It, you know, if you're in the United States and you live in the South, um, I'm not a really good Spanish speaker. And so this app has really helped me when I needed to uh, say something in Spanish, but I used it um, in France as well. and what this is is Google Translate. it's an app, it's free. and it's not perfect. I, I just want to come right out and say that it, it is not always a perfect translation. Like say, for instance, like in the, it, with French, um, there was a, a sentence i wanted to I wanted to ask and uh, they didn't do it in the future tense, which was what I was asking. But it, it was good enough. But it does, I think they have 64 languages they translate to, and you can speak into it. So it uses voice recognition. So when you open up the app, um, you basically can either copy and paste text, or you can type text, or you can speak uh, what you need to say. And then it translates it for you. So after you do your translation, you it's it basically keeps a history of what you've tried to translate and you can star them so you can keep uh, certain phrases that you think you might need to know again so it's pretty useful you know I think it's it's a very useful app Um, you know I like it it's not like I said it's not perfect you can also listen to your translation so say for instance if you translated something like um, let me see If I just say, I I will help you, let's see if this will, um, so if it actually, if I type it in English, I will help you, it will come up with the translation that says, uh, je vais vous aider, so if I want to listen to that, if I don't know how to pronounce it, let me just, um, there's a little speaker, you press that, so it says it for you, so you know how to say it. Or you, can you,
2: have, or you can have somebody that, that you're trying to converse with.
0: Exactly. To, you know. Say, for instance, I, I used this. I impressed my aunt. Um, we went to this little Polish restaurant in Massachusetts uh, last fall called Krakow. And the woman there, the little uh, woman who owned it, was Polish. And she didn't speak hardly any English. And she was just absolutely adorable. And I, I could not remember how to say, my grandparents are Polish. And I could not remember how to say thank you in Polish. So basically, I opened up this app, I typed in thank you, and I also said it was very delicious. And when I tried to say it in Polish, I really massacred it because she couldn't understand it. But I played it for her, and she was so amazed, and she understood immediately. So, you know, its I think it's a useful app to have when you're traveling, especially in your, if you're in a foreign country, or, like I said, or if you're, you know, in an area where, you, you know, they speak, you know, for instance, Spanish here, and you're not a good Spanish speaker, so...
2: I, I used up. it I used it when I went to France and we would go to restaurants and I didn't know what the heck was on the menu mm. <laughs> I that's didn't know what things were, and I wanted to make sure
0: <laughs> yeah no yeah. that's absolutely yeah. true it and it you know for sixty four languages I think they offer that's that's a pretty mm. good
2: um I've used that for so long I completely forgot about it until we started doing this travel um app, so.
1: Oh, yep. no, we have so many apps that we forget what we have. Because if you remember, remember when translators first
0: came out? I think it was in the late 80s. Remember, you could buy a translator and yeah. they were an extraordinary amount of money. Yeah. And now, you know, it's great. You can just do it on your phone. It has speech recognition. So
2: I'm and, and this is much better than those because I remember going on to sites in my high school French. I knew that, that, was in, that the translation was incorrect. You know, I, I go, oh, come on, this is wrong. I mean, it just, it wasn't very useful. You know, Um this is much, much, much better.
0: Yeah. Uh, and like, it's its not perfect. It's going to give yeah. you probably very uh, basic, you know, mm-hmm. very basic mm-hmm. phrases, which is fine yeah. because it's pretty much what you're using anyway, you know, unless you speak mm-hmm. the language. So, yeah. um
1: no, Are probably... You- probably worst case scenario if you just can't say it you could probably just hold your phone that's what i did with a the little them, polish lady and yeah. let them read what you what yeah. you typed in mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. exactly or or
0: again you can check, uh click on the speaker and it will have a native it'll have a native speaker saying it mm-hmm. so what's really nice about that or it's probably not a native speaker but it'll you know voice the the phrase
1: mm-hmm. so
0: like that little polish lady but it, you know, it said, uh, dos And it said, this is delicious. She understood immediately. Of course I massacred the whole phrase, hmm. so. but there you have it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Sounds good. Okay. So I guess it's time to wrap up. Of course we could go on and on and on about different apps that we use, but, um, this was a nice cross section of, of different travel apps that we use on a regular basis. So Vicki, Yes. If the lovely people out there want to get a hold of us and leave another five-star rating for us on iTunes, <laughs> which we thank you very much for those of you who did, how would they get a hold of us, Vicki?
2: They can get a hold of Geeky Ladies at Twitter slash Geeky Ladies. Uh, you can send us an email at uh, threegeekyladies at gmail.com. And you can reach me at vestokes at gmail.com.
0: Okay. Suze? I can be reached at at Gilbert at gmail.com or through Twitter, Susie Gilbert. And uh, yeah, keep those reviews coming. We, we really like to hear those or we see do. those, see those, yeah. not hear yeah.
1: them. <laughs> 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 well, we would like to hear them too, like Scott did last week. So That's right. That's right. Thank hey, Scott. you, Scott. <laughs> yeah. And you can reach me at sensei dai at gmail.com or on Twitter as sensei dai. And this will all be in the show notes in case you forget or don't know how to spell sensei dai, It'll all be in the show notes. So, we'd like to thank everyone for listening. And Vicki and Suzanne, thanks so much. And we will see everybody in a couple of weeks with episode four. Take care, everyone. Goodbye. Take care. Bye.
2: Hi, Timothy Gregoire here from the Church Tech Geeks Podcast. Well, I'm about to run a sound check here at the church for a concert, but want to take a quick moment to tell you about the Church Tech Geeks Podcast. It's a weekly show that talks about all things live production and church technology. We talk about topics from live sound, lights, and media to building websites for your organization. Join me each week as I walk you through some useful skills or while I talk to special guests from Adam Christensen to Nate Rake in a media shout. Now, if you excuse me, I have the concert going run. The Church Tech Geeks is a member of the Stoplight Network and can be found in iTunes or at dchurchtechgeeks.com or in the Attack of the Stoplight Network feed.